0: The Cellcast is recorded in front of a live streaming audience.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who just has a need for laughter. Welcome, Jacob. <laughs>
2: Ah, why well, thank you. Here's our co-host, a man who just found a very fascinating that Harley Quinn and Mercy were in a fight in this
1: movie. Welcome, Drew. It's an interesting little cat fight. Wow. The Catwoman wasn't involved. That so. is true. Uh, anyway. Oh, poor Puddin. By this time, he probably <laughs> is. Yes! <laughs> uh, before we get too far into this, we've got a trivia question to answer. Which means I should have had this up already. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Oh, me oh my. <laughs> but yeah, the question was, while I'm bringing it up, what television series is World's Finest technically made a part of? Hmm. I know you know, Jacob. Yeah, all oh, I know. So whenever you want to say it. <laughs> Superman, the Animated made series, season two. Exactly. And we had two guesses on this. Okay. One of them was your cousin, Josh Adams. Awesome. And he said, the new Batman Superman adventures. I don't think that's a show. <laughs> it's a block. It's a block was a block, but it wasn't a show. Yeah. Although I said that I think there was a new Batman Superman and a Barbera cartoon way back in the day yeah way back in the day but yeah this isn't part of that show no but getting it correct was pauljpowers.com of Superman. he's when he said superman the animated series of course he's from retro rewind podcast give them a listen thank you paul so yeah that is the trivia question for this week uh i will be mentioning another trivia question at the end of this episode so keep an ear out for that going and i will be posting that on facebook but anyway jacob how are you doing today man i'm doing pretty good
2: doing pretty good let's say that uh went on a date with my girlfriend on saturday um lucky lucky, yes i went on a double date with uh my brother and his wife and so we had uh, a great time eating out then we played putt-putt and uh and then we went to a a uh singles gather we were here at the church or not here at the church at the church like we're not at the church we're not the church we're in studio b Exactly. Um, um so yeah we we and yeah talk about it. it's just like great time we'll get into the movie we we'll watch really just like whoa mind-blowing kind of film uh yeah it's been pretty good uh sunday was good uh friday mondays are mondays and tuesdays are tuesdays and you finally get off and thank the lord i'm off <laughs> but overall the day's been the 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 beginning of the week has gone pretty good. What about you, Drew?
1: I had a pretty good week. It's been still pretty busy, but uh, I've enjoyed myself. Uh, yeah, not much, nothing too crazy going. Of course, we had that uh, singles event at the church that same night. I played a lot of Farkle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we watched that movie. And, and
2: you, you'd be like, the the last round, the last round, like, how what did you roll? <laughs>
1: i Amazingly is amazingly, what I did. Like, Let's
2: just say that just amazingly. Yeah, it's like, like, Whoa, okay, this game's over.
1: It was one of those things where it's like, okay, I have like fifteen hundred points I need to get. We were talking about, okay, yeah, we're getting ready to watch the movie. We're gonna have to call this game at some point because it doesn't look like we're gonna be able to finish it before we need to,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, start cleaning up. Yeah, watch the movie. All of a sudden, I roll my thing, and it's like. Holy crap, that's four ones. That's 1,200 points. (laughs) I'll roll again. (laughs) Oh, look, that's a five. That's 50 points. That's 1,250. I'll roll again. And I roll all five dice at one time. I roll it, and I get another four ones. I'm calling this game. <laughs> y'all think y'all can beat that in two rounds and see how many points I have? 8,050, 8,000 something or other. It's like, yeah, I think I won. Yep, yeah, pretty much. That was pretty, epic. That was, pretty uh, epic. that was I don't normally get that lucky. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's just how
2: the dice rolled, rolled
1: that night uh i don't claim any sort of skill with that it's just how it is and and uh yeah other than that i did uh i did work the uh switcher during uh church Sunday mm-hmm. morning
2: i didn't run camera three which, so which yeah. was fun that's always interesting uh,
1: color issues on camera three not that that was your fault nope uh to some degree i think it's because the guy or the director just would not quit messing with it
2: <laughs> that's sounds like but,
1: right it is what it is yeah but yeah um and then of course bible study sunday night Mm -hmm. we had a good time there uh certain goober was there oh
2: yeah unexpectedly yeah i i I saw him at church and it didn't dawn on me it's like wait because my thought was oh he's gonna be gone because he has to he has to be back where he's stationed but you know later on exactly i think that date like that more years something guys. So i was like there's no way earth goober is gonna be there he's That's, goober he's goober i was like oh he's here
1: why didn't i tell the guys <laughs> oh i knew the minute i turned the corner yeah like, literally i'm turn. i go i turn the corner see it's like oh look goober's here great <laughs> i love the guy don't get me wrong he's a great guy he's got some issues yeah but you just know it's going to take a little bit longer to get through Bible study when he's there. That is true. But anyway, I'm not trying to down talk anybody. Right? that was, it is what it is. Yes. So (laughs) yeah, did that. Uh, Other than that, Jacob, what have you been watching?
2: Okay, so on Saturday we watched this, uh, it's kind of a pseudo documentary about the life of C.S. Lewis.
1: And it is based on a play I found out.
2: Oh, it's based on a play. I thought it was based on the book.
1: Well, it's based off a play that's based off the book.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, what was it? The most reluctant comment?
1: Yeah, convert,
2: convert, not con-
1: convent. That's that's a different. That's totally a story.
2: Convert. Uh, that was that was an incredible. If you, if you if you can get a hold of it somehow, it's real very well done. Yeah. So, and then you roll into Sunday. You're on the Sunday, and we. Be like, we're over at Chisa's house. Yes, and we watch this Spy Family, Spy Family, Spy X Family, whatever it's called. It's
1: pronounced Spy Family, but if you're Googling it, it's Spy X Family because yeah. anime.
2: Yeah, that right is that it. is true because it's anime. That's that
1: it's is
2: true. Named, it said that. Yeah. Um. Those. I'm just like, what in the? It's. If you're interested at all in anime at all, you just go look, Google it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, an, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, um. Yeah. I think it's it's two episodes currently that are dubbed. So Yeah, because
1: it is a simuldub. It is on Crunchyroll. Okay. I'm not going to say anything on Funimation's app anymore because Animation's app is dying. Funimation's mm. app is dying. So just go to Crunchyroll. That's where all their stuff is going. Hmm. So go to watch Crunchyroll. Okay. Go pay Crunchyroll instead of Funimation. Okay. So we did watch something else afterwards. Cause after I left. After you left.
2: So it was me chasing Goober. I think you just were called Goober on this show. <laughs>
1: that's the thing i think we call so many people goober that is true but the, it, he's he is the one proper noun goober yeah he <laughs> is goober number one Um
2: uh, so we're sitting around trying to figure out what to watch and chase has this uh anime love affair with this one series i know he loves it uh what he, he
1: forced you to watch
2: um uh, space battleship yamata
1: yamato 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 Yes, I know of this. I've never watched it, but I know of Space Battleship Yamato.
2: Yeah, I think it was the uh,
1: classic space anime. Yeah, but
2: it was the remake.
1: I hope the remake is good because remakes sometimes aren't.
2: Yeah, and Chase very vocally said he didn't like how they did a lot of their,
1: But Chase doesn't like modern and, yeah, stuff because he's true. looking at the old stuff. Yeah, you kind of have to go with what you got, not what you didn't get. Oh, I'm I agree. am saying that being well aware of something that's going to come up later. In the <laughs> yeah, podcast. exactly. So maybe I should, maybe people in glass houses shouldn't throw
2: stones. Exactly. <laughs> but so, yeah, we watched that and it was like, I was like, wow, this is the most forced entry I've ever seen. Cause it's literally a setup where all of these space battle fleet battleships are going into battle with some, with the, I can't name what the villains were because I only watched episode one. Chase is talking about it the entire time. And um, I'm
1: trying to watch the show, Chase. Shut up.
2: <laughs> yeah, please. Just let me enjoy the show and try to figure out what's going on. And it's literally, it's like, okay, the entire fleet gets decimated. And this one lone ship's will be like, oh, I'm gonna defend the fleet as we leave. Granted, the entire fleet was demolished except for the flagship. They and suck. this one lone goober thinks he's gonna be like,
1: beat the entire armada well he it doesn't work. it, it worked for captain tyler that is true but he's captain tyler that is true and so you have this That sa- maybe on a future tas episode true so <laughs> a
2: side story to that is these other pilots are on a mission to find a certain item they find certain item with a girl that is in a capsule granted they don't take the girl they just take the capsule they didn't take the device what it's yeah this like it's very bizarre how they get the main character into this i'm like okay i'm not gonna go into everything but it was Mm -hmm. it was it was interesting let's say that okay so uh going forward yeah what else have you watched what else are we watching if i can be so bold um or brave or brave or bold or batman (laughs) um sorry so a couple of years ago i downloaded the first season of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 1980s Uh so this would have been 86 I believe like 1986 uh granted the first five episodes are it's five episodes it's the pilot just to introduce me like oh playmates is making these toys here's turtles and after watching the the first five episodes I'm like oh my gosh this is so good just like sudden Great animation and some mm-hmm. of it's just freaking mind blowing. It's like, what the fudge is this? This is amazing. And uh so I watched the, I've I've watched it before, but then watching it again is just oh my gosh, wow, this is so good. I mean, I like I I as a kid, I'm like, wow, it's turtles. when's the movie coming out? <laughs>
1: Yeah, when's the Jim Henson movie yeah, coming out? Which is there again. Amazing. The most expensive indie movie ever made. Mm, literally. Literally. <laughs>
2: uh, so yeah, I watched that and I continue to watch Kim Possible. I think I'm in season two now. Right. And so speaking of Kim Possible, I found a new podcast to listen to. Being animation nerd like I am, we do animation podcast. I stumbled across this podcast called We I I Hear Voices by Christy Carlson Romano. A.K. Kim Possible and Will Freely, also known as Ron Stoppable, also known as Batman, <laughs> yes, are doing a podcast where they
1: interview voice actors. Kim Possible and Batman in one in one podcast. That may yes. be too much epicness. That is true. the The episode that I
2: love to death. It's a more recent one, but they actually voiced an actor who is in this movie okay kevin conroy (laughs) oh yeah and it's like oh my gosh yes (laughs) but uh yeah i i really enjoy it if you love animation you love voiceover voice actors yeah go get them check out it's really good it's also it's video and audio and they're doing something really cool where they have uh children and adults draw characters their own own made-up characters set it into the show and they let voice actors give give bring life to that character mm-hmm. so i thought it was a really interesting concept so if you like animation you like voice or voiceovers or voice actors or you're just a fan of kim Possible or whatever go check the podcast out
1: all right uh that is all i've been watching and listening to you well along with most reluctant convert and spy family mm-hmm that you, you also watched. Mm-hmm. I saw another anime this week. The There's only one episode of the dub out. Okay. As of yesterday. I haven't checked today. And it is called Love After World Domination. Okay. Interesting. Picture, if you will, Power Rangers. Hmm. The male is the Red Ranger. Of course. He has fallen in love with essentially this show's version of uh Scorpina oh oh yeah oh and they have there, and she's kind of in love with him but they're not they're supposed to hate each other because they're on opposite sides of the conflict okay so this is turned into Power Rangers version of Romeo and Juliet and I absolutely love it (laughs) I only saw one episode and this it's hilarious, for one thing. Yeah. But it, it it would be cheesy and stupid if it weren't for the fact that about halfway through it, they, the, the Power Ranger team, in this case called uh, Gelato 5. <clears throat> Believe me, it makes sense. Okay, Gelato 5. Gelato 5. They go through their morphing sequence. Okay. And I do mean, it is the... Going through the whole morphing sequence, including having the roll call at the end where they where they have to say, uh, "Where they, you know what I mean?" When like uh, like on Sailor Moon, yeah. When she, at the very end of it, she says, uh, "In the name of the Moon, I'll punish you." Yeah, or no, it's like a, I don't the, the whole thing from after the yeah. morphing sequence is done till after she does the pose. They, you know, that's a Sentai thing that originated yeah. f- with Sentai, and they do the whole thing for all five members of this team and it's a good minute that could have been easily cut and they left it and they, and they did the whole thing because it's amazing for one thing because it's the morphing sequence for crying out loud. Yeah. you know you're probably never going to get to see the whole thing again like this because it's an anime and they're more interested in the story but at least for the first time we see it yeah and it's there's so much love for what they're mocking yeah that they actually do a good job with it okay and i am actually curious where this is going to go because while we have seen the first episode is kind of focused on this relationship from the red rangers point of view Mm -hmm. we have not seen it from her point of view yet why she would join this evil organization because she's obviously just a normal human girl who's been trained to fight people with her giant reaper staff okay by the way her name and the only name we have for her so far reaper princess reaper princess yes and she has a little hoodie with the skull on it oh gosh and she's dressed like well you remember how some of these power ranger villainesses were dressed oh yeah a little more scantily than those oh a little more not hentai-ish okay it's still you know within moderate moderate taste it's not etchy it's just i'll put it this way i posted a picture in Geek Devotions to suggest because I think there are some people there who would enjoy it. It took me a couple minutes to find a picture I felt safe enough to post mm-hmm. because, well, let's face it, Power Rangers had to back off of how scantily they were drawing their they were putting women in co- women's in costumes it's for. Very so, true, and this is a little bit more scantily than that, so bear that in mind. But yeah, I enjoyed the ever-loving fool out of that one episode. I'm looking forward to the next one. I hope if this is Romeo and Juliet, but in the Power Ranger but, but Power Rangers version of it, it's not as tragic. Okay. Because I don't want them to have to die each commit suicide because the two teams can't come together. Right. But we'll see. We will see. I am enjo- awesome. I am enjoying it. Also, I watched. I've been watching, speaking of Power Rangers, mm-hmm. I've been watching more Power Rangers. I noticed. Yes. I am on season two, the second half. Mm-hmm. Like, I just finished episodes, Uh, I'm in the 40s mm. on season two. Literally, I just finished The Wedding. Oh, okay. The Wedding between that wedding. Rita Repulsa well, and Lord Zedd. Yeah. You want to talk about the goofiest episode they have ever made. I can imagine. It is absolutely ridiculous, and you can tell they had fun doing it. And you, But do you know why that that episode is filmed? No. While yes, they were wanting to bring in Rita Repulsa to be a major character, especially since, well, they were making a movie at the time. Yeah. And they had both characters in the movie as the villains. True. But they have to film that movie. Bear in mind, they're filming Power Rangers for like weekly releases. I mean, season two and all all three uh, um, seasons of Mighty Morphin have fifty two episodes. Yeah, which means they're recording all the time. So they had to have an excuse to film two and a half episodes where the Rangers couldn't unmorph. Okay, And they were having to deal with actors and actresses who were not necessarily needed, for the most part, in Australia, where they were filming the movie. Mm-hmm. And what few scenes they did film with our Ranger team, Unmorphed, are filmed in Australia. True. You can tell because the video quality is much better for those segments than normal. Because <laughs> it's, it's film, not videotape. Or it's film on videotape, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing is goofy and, and it would just be normal until you get to. Well, we recently had, uh, or we were recently on uh, Nate Marchand's podcast, the uh, Monster Island Film Vault. And yes. He was recently on ours back in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got another podcast called uh, The Power Trip. Yeah. When he they and they reviewed like whole seasons at a time.
2: Yeah.
1: He when they got to this episode in their season two Mighty Morphin review, he said this was the jankiest, goofiest thing he had ever seen in Power Rangers. Okay. And I agree. You remember what Lord Zed's great giant evil Zord was, right? Yeah, Serpentera. Serpentera. Yeah. With its. A battery powering it because yes. it always, every every time he tried to do any he tried to actually fire do anything to the Rangers it powered down. Mostly because the Sentai footage never showed them fighting Serpentera. Mm. But anyway <laughs> They are going on their honeymoon Rita and Zed and their honeymoon is literally to watch the Power Rangers get well, destroyed, this is Fox. Get destroyed by all the monsters that they have have they have down there that are tra- have trapped them inside this old theater. Mm-hmm. And there is a shot of Serpent the, 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 It's the standard shot of your Serpent Terra flying against the moon. You know, that stock shot mm. they always used anytime they wanted to show Serpentera off. Mm. Except somebody. <laughs> I remember this. Animated. <laughs> A just married sign a made <laughs> out of flames and very cheaply added to it still. As a kid, I did not recognize how cheaply they did it. And it's only on screen for like half a second, but it's just enough to give me like, oh, you did that. <laughs> wow. You should have paid the look. You should have. If you're going to do that, you should put a little bit more work into it and actually Agreed. make it look good but
2: <laughs> wow it's like come on you had that <laughs> fox you had fox studio money going through you right now you could yes. use something of it
1: Pay, <laughs> hey, uh i don't know who's industrial light magic who did the special effects on that i don't know uh I've definitely been, wasn't ilm it, no it wasn't ilm because that is the Jake, on that yeah, later, later on in the year over on the monster and film vault when we, I, we'll be reviewing uh mighty morphin power rangers the movie but uh yeah they i don't know that is the worst special effect in power rangers all of power rangers that is the worst special effect i don't care if they i I know there's later on at a point where uh when they're fighting against uh rita and zed's son whose name i can't think of at the moment Mm -hmm. because he's only in like one episode that i've not Mm -hmm. seen or maybe it's past that I don't know. Where you can tell they just edited the same footage and then tried to composite it behind it behind it of seven guys to make it look like a whole army, and it looks bad. That's better than this, because this is like, oh, you should have just skipped this. <laughs> but anyway, I saw that, and of course, I'm also playing games. Now I haven't stream. I didn't stream this week, and uh, I, the streaming is up in the air. when i not going to get back to streaming games, but. I have been playing a game in my off time. A little game called Tales of Arise. Really? I call it Tales of Arise. I actually don't, because that's how it looks to the English set mind. Gotcha. But A, that's a goofy name. Gotcha. And it being Japanese, I half expect it to be called, actually be Tales of Arise. The way it's read, the way it looks. Right. But basically, you are working, you are playing as a member of a freedom fighter force trying to take back the planet from the evil next door neighbor aliens who are technically also humans uh, who have conquered your planet. It's fun. Hmm. I'm enjoying the game. It's a, it is a JRPG that it, so, you know, it does have battles that take place on like a separate screen, hmm. but instead of it being, you know, a menu based battle system, it is still action. So you get these really cool combo fights going. Against you know just regular monsters, yeah, it's fun. It's I'm enjoying it immensely. I'm about to go take down the second lord, uh, but I've been playing that and I'm enjoying it. Okay, then. And that's all I've been watching and playing. What have we got in info and in, in the news? Not info and stuff. The news. <laughs> Deal it. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I should have said what I'm about to say what do we got in the news all right
2: so in news universe pictures pushes the release date to push push in boots push 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 in boots let me say that right push in boots (laughs) the last wish to a christmas release of february of february of i'm just getting words mixed up today of wednesday december 21st the long-awaited dreamworks animated sequel was previously slated for September
1: 23rd. So, do you know what was originally going to come out that day? Oh, I don't remember. Super Mario movie, which got pushed to 2023. It did. I was about to get into that. Yeah. All right. That's called a segue. Yes, it is a good segue. Thank you. If you follow what I'm yes. doing. Yeah.
2: Wonk, wonk, <laughs> I just got killed by a Goomba.
1: Boo doo, boo doo, boo boo all right
2: so illuminations untitled super mario bros oh it's actually just called super mario now okay it's called super mario movie the super mario movie no just super mario okay it's got a title yay we still don't have a trailer uh which was supposed to come out september 20 uh what was that december 21st of this year yeah when they pushed puss some boots too yeah which has now been pushed to easter of april 7th 2023
1: well it worked for sonic this year it should work for mario next year true you know how cool it would be if they did a crossover with, so- Det- with detective pikachu oh gosh <laughs> why, don't they just, why don't they just make it uh uh chris that's that would be chris pratt uh ryan reynolds Oof. and uh oh shoot who is sonic we just reviewed that second i know we just reacted to that we just saw the movie and i can't think of the guy's name either or but imagine those three guys in a movie it's like yeah we gotta go take down master hand why are we fighting a giant hand and it's brother crazy Hand? (laughs) keep an eye out there might be kirby around oh gosh
2: all right so anyways
1: still voiced by sakurai (laughs) All right,
2: DreamWorks Animation Universe
1: Pictures, the newest
2: big uh big screen uh movie, bent uh yeah. bat the bad guys mm-hmm. have made out the top domestic box office at the top of the weekend, opening with an estimated 25 million dollars according to ComScreen, added to its um to its already sixty three point one million dollars overseas hall in select markets uh so yeah apparently be like it's doing fairly well right now with you know how uh with our covid economy and all that mm-hmm. jazz uh so apparently it's it's based off a, a uh a, a it's based off a book i didn't know this but uh yeah it's it's doing very well uh another cg Uh, Another CG movie that we just reviewed, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, picked up another uh, $15.3 million on the third weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, it's sitting at, uh, let's see, it's domestic gross is $145.8 million. Uh, With its international, it's at $287.8 million. So, yeah, it's doing very well in theaters. All right. All right, so in less bit of news, uh, yeah, apparently movies are getting pushed back again. Hey. Yeah, so a mix would be like so. Apparently, Universal has been doing some shuffling, along with Sony, it's
1: been doing some push shuffling. Yes, because Spider Verse got pushed back. Uh huh. Now we know. Well, here's the other thing we do know: we know that the second movie is just going to be called Across the Spider Verse. While uh, the third one that we only knew was going to be called Across the Spider Verse Part Two, we mm-hmm. know is going to be called Beyond the Spider Verse. Really? Okay. Yes. Didn't know this. I saw it earlier today. Okay.
2: So, like Drew said a second ago, Spider Man Across Across the Spider Verse Part One has been shifted to June second, two thousand twenty two, uh, where our, let's see, originally was pr- originally slated for October seventh of this year. Hmm. so yeah apparently movies are getting shifted again
1: it happens it happens
2: yeah like the whole COVID-19 movie is getting pushed back
1: almost two years yes but thankfully this is not COVID related this that is, is just, so true well I say it's not COVID related if it is if there's any COVID relation to it, it is probably just the fact that oh yeah we have to work in the office again how do we do that yeah <laughs> It's like, wait a minute. I got to be close to somebody again. How do we work? How do we
2: work in this big convoluted environment? I can't wear my pajamas to work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, so either way, that's all I got in the news. A lot of movies are getting pushed back again.
1: It happens, but we'll see how it
2: goes. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yep. Uh, Other than if if that's the case, if that's what you've got done, why don't we jump into the spoiler free section of our review of the Batman Superman movie? World's Finest. I know I saw this back in the day. Mm-hmm. I know I did. I can't tell you I have any memories of watching this back in the day. Yeah. Just because it's been, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> me feel old. But here's what I did remember. I remembered memes. 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 Okay. There are a number of scenes from this movie mm-hmm. that i have seen memed out mm-hmm. there in on and fa- facebook land and mm-hmm. other places that i assumed were you know from different parts of the batman superman era thing considered no they're all in this movie really yes the whole uh joker uh raising his uh pu- sexually putting his leg out there to get to get a ride yeah and, pudding that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to spoil anything <laughs> those who know no know. Uh, <laughs> all this i remember being memed out there and thinking oh yeah this is just you know you know all this other stuff as and i remember this story i do remember the, the parts of the story with bruce and lois yeah and everything that was related to so i i because i know i watched this back when i was a kid but I don't remember. I only remember bits and pieces. And uh, I really did enjoy what I saw this time. Because this is almost a fresh viewing for me. It's been so long since I've seen any of Superman the Animated Series that I forgot how awesome the opening is. Yeah. Because I actually watched the TV version, which was uh, the movie split into three episodes Yeah, of Superman the Animated Series. Because that's how I found it on HBO Max. Hmm. You saw it together on Apple TV yes so we had a slightly different viewing experience yes. but I don't think it was great we don't know yet we'll find out later but uh, I enjoyed watching this if, if you uh, if you're interested if, if you are a Batman or Superman fan and uh, maybe you like the concept of them teaming up together but we're not necessarily happy with one of the most later times this has happened in popular culture. Uh maybe go give this a shot. Yeah. Um we'll talk about that more here in a minute. Yeah. When I we get into the spoiler filled section. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a well done movie. It not only was a great uh, Batman Superman flick, it was also a good Joker Lex Agreed. flick. And even Mercy and Harley had a good time too.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh, poor Mercy. <laughs> poor Mercy.
1: Uh but yeah it's it, and, and lois actually had a pretty decent role in this too yeah so yeah i mean it's a very fun very good movie i suggest going and watching it uh even if you only can watch it like i did which was three episodes of superman the animated series season two so yeah that's my thoughts spoiler free wise all right
2: uh spoiler free wise i remember this coming out i think this is my freshman year in high school i think i think it was freshman year i think this was 1997 798 so yeah, this would have. Been, I would have been
1: entering junior high.
2: Yeah, I would have just, or my sixth grade year. Yeah, so I would have been. Yeah, I would have been in my eighth, ninth,
1: end of eighth, beginning of ninth. That wasn't the yeah. beginning of sixth. End of yeah. sixth, beginning that's of that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I remember, I remember seeing this hit miss because I remember even seeing it on uh, Cartoon Network at one point. I was like, "What in the world is this?" So then I remember going to the long, um, the, um, I remember going to Blockbuster, remember going to Blockbuster back when Blockbuster was a thing. And I remember you seeing, actually had one. I didn't. Yes. We actually had a Blockbuster in, you know, my hometown. So went there and I found it on DVD, found it on DVD, watched it. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Because there again, I didn't have, you know, the WB or what was mm-hmm. later turned to the CW. Uh, so I just found this inc- like incredibly good movie. It just, I remember a lot of it. I don't remember. I don't recall. I remember a lot of the action primarily because there again, I was a young teenager. So yeah, I thought it was very fun. And there again, this is a good movie. This is mm-hmm. a good movie. Great story. Great animation. And this is coming out of the uh, uh, DCAU uh, in its heyday. Yeah, uh, and I think if I remember correctly, this was the first. This was the first time that Batman and Superman actually were able to team up. Yes,
1: with one major exception. Okay. A little show made by Hanna-Barbera called The Adventures of the Super Friends. Well, that is true, but in uh, DCAU history. Oh, yeah, DCAU, definitely. Yeah. But I will sit there going go and say, was there any other time in history Batman and Superman teamed up outside of the comics page? Yes. Only Super Friends is the only thing I can
2: think of. Right. Right. So... Like, yeah, this was pretty landmark to have both these characters there again in the DCAU continuity. Because there again, I think it was uh, Batman was tied up with Batman the Animated Series was tied up with Fox. Yeah. So DC, DC or DC Warner Brothers couldn't do anything with the character, even though they owned the character. Well,
1: so. I, I think part of the reason they couldn't do anything with because Fox hat Fox and which would technically also be Saban. Yeah they had paid for... They had the ones who had ordered the seasons for Batman the Animated Series. True. And part of that, you'll note that this takes place after they switched from Batman the Animated Series to the new adventures of Batman yeah. and Robin.
2: Exactly. That's when the
1: license expired with Fox. Right. And, 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 and they, they, oh, mean, no, they technically just made a new series and then just yeah. didn't change out any of the creative team or the storytelling. Exactly. Or continuity. Exactly. This <laughs> is they made a new show and redesigned the characters. So legally, it wasn't the same show. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Pull the other leg. Pull the other batarang out of the... Yeah out of the cape more opinions on what they had to do for the redesign of one character in (laughs) particular later on but anyway
2: right uh i there again overall really enjoyed this movie it's worth a watch uh like drew said before i watched it on uh apple tv uh for like 2.99 not a bad deal um i watched it for the cost of my
1: hbo subscription for this month hmm But, yes, worth a watch. All right. That means we need to jump into our spoiler-filled section just on the other side of these bumpers. So, join. So, let's just go ahead and do that. Don't forget that you can download... Download? Don't forget that you can't... Don't forget that you can listen to us record the podcast live every Tuesday over on our Facebook page, The Cellcast, our uh, Twitch channel, The Cellcast Gaming, and on YouTube at Cellcast. Also, don't forget to join our Patreon if you would like to support us monetarily. At $1, you'll get our everlasting thanks. At, at our $5 tier, you can get some artwork from Jacob. And on our $10 tier, you can get bloopers for every for, for every episode we've released that I've remembered to release them for. And you can get commentaries from different movies, so come check us out over there if you would like to support us financially. Each week on Stunning and Brave, hosts Chris Cowan of the Babylon Bee and Nate Henderson of Some Boring Budgeting Job confess their privilege, spotlight stunning social media posts, and fabricate outrage, all while keeping you super woke and enlightened. They will make you laugh. That's right, you have no choice. Check out Stunning and Brave at stunningandbrave.net. Do you like Star Wars? I don't just mean the original trilogy, along with that I mean the prequels, the sequels, the anthologies, the animated shows, and of course, (laughs) who doesn't like Baby Yoda? Well, if you've been in the fandom for any length of time, you know how toxic the fandom can get. And if you'd like to be able to discuss a galaxy far, far away in a much more positive light, might I suggest searching out The Outer Rim, a Facebook group dedicated to all Star Wars, and check out their YouTube channel, which you can easily find at Pop Americana, which the podcast you're currently listening to is also a part of. To find that and more, check out the link in the description. followings a spoiler filled review for the batman superman movie world's finest if you don't want to be spoiled right now you should turn off this podcast right now me. <laughs> Ba, da ba-da-da, <laughs> <ba-da-da, Ow. da-da-da-da-da. laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. My, my, favorite, my cape. <laughs> my favorite part of that opening is that one of those hits is Batman Superman punching Lex Luthor <laughs> in the face. <laughs> the Batman Superman movie, world's finest, was directed by. Toshihiko Mausuda. Masu- Masu- but you didn't know this was an anime, did you? <laughs> Literally, I thought there's no way that this American television show, the only director was the guy who directed the animation in Japan. There had to be an American director on this, and I can't find one. Really? Anywhere. <laughs> so the only director I have is the director of animation over in Japan, which was... Toshihiko M- M- Malsuda. And you want to know what the other big thing he directed for Warner Brothers was that we will probably review this Christmas if I have anything to say about it? What would that be? Pinky and the Brain Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I just decided we're I'm going to review that this Christmas one way or the okay. other. gotcha. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a good movie. Also, it was written by Alan Burnett, who mm-hmm. also wrote episodes of Freakazoid. And Batman. Yes. Paul Dini, who also wrote... He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And Batman. It was also written by Rich Fogel, who who uh, also wrote some episodes of Captain Planets and the Planeteers. Mm. And uh, he actually wrote the first episode. Really? Yes. The third episode was written by Stan Berkowitz, who also wrote episodes of T.J. Hooker. Really? You know, Captain Kirk as a police officer. Yes. But the second episode was written by someone very special, very well-known in the comics world, but not for DC. For Marvel? Yes. Steve Gerber. Okay. Do you know who he is? The name sounds familiar. He is the creator of none other than Howard the Duck. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) And he he is one of the people who got into a major lawsuit with marvel over ownership of howard the duck really to the point where uh there was a whole big controversy about it he's yeah it go look that up that's interesting in fact he also teamed up with jack kirby to help him get his rights back from marvel yeah marvel Hmm. so yeah he wrote to pay for those all those court bills he wrote the second third of this okay (laughs) Uh, Of course, we also have Superman being created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster, and Batman being created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Primarily I would like to point out that this is before Bill Finger started getting his edits, his credits. Mm -hmm. So all this thing said was Bob Kane, but that is a complete and utter fabrication, and Bill Finger probably did most of it. Yes, agreed. And Bill Finger
2: didn't start getting his credit until, I think it was like uh, Justice League, I think?
1: Literally ironically <laughs> or in the other film batman versus superman, superman dawn, dawn of, of justice. justice that's right that was the first movie he got credit for i remember just watching the movie i was like man it's this like is not a very that... good film but oh crap they yeah, actually finger they gave they, him they, credit they mentioned, they mentioned bill finger that kind of makes it a little better uh, <laughs> i'm gonna there'll be more on this later we'll right. come back getting into the cast We've got Tim Daly mm-hmm. playing Superman and Clark Kent, and uh, he was also known at this time for playing Joe Hackett on the television series Wings. Wings. Yes. We also got Dana Delaney playing Lois Lane, mm-hmm. who on a previous movie we reviewed on uh, this podcast, played Andrea Beaumont our, and the Phantasm in really? Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Okay, now I can hear it. Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the television series, The Venture Brothers, that uh, airs on Adult Swim on Uh Cartoon Network, he voiced a character named Captain Sunshine. (laughs) Batman played a character named Captain Sunshine. I just love that. (laughs) We've got Mark Hamill playing none other than the Joker. And he also played on on a DC franchise, the Trickster in The Flash both of them both of them yes and this little indie franchise you may know you may have heard about called star wars yeah he played a character named luke star killer or something like that yeah something something to that (laughs) effect yeah arlene sorkin was the voice of harley quinn and on the daytime talk on the daytime soap opera uh, days of our lives she played calliope jones i believe this is also the uh Daytime soap opera that Kevin Conroy was on. <laughs> Clancy Brown was the voice of Lex Luthor, and his most famous role, period at this point, <laughs> just because the show will not die, oh my is gosh. on the is on SpongeBob SquarePants, where he is the voice of Mr. Krabs. I, SpongeBob, I've got to stop that Superman from taking over the planet. For, for, he's he, he's going to take. He, if I don't stop him, he may uh, he may get. I may have to spend my my uh, my first dollar. That this is not a good pirate voice. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Okay. We're almost done.
2: Uh did I get hit by Joker gas?
1: Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Lisa Edelstein was the voice of Mercy Graves. Oh, poor Mercy. And she played a character named Lori in the West Wing. Ah. Lastly we got Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Oh, playing right. Alfred for three lines. <laughs> And uh, he was Dr. Octopus in Spider Man, the animated series. I still can't see it. <laughs> I can't either. And we got, of course, one of our m- biggest Kingdom Hearts connections. You should know, since I mentioned Mark Hamill, who is the voice of the Joker here. Uh huh. And in Kingdom Hearts, he plays Master Erickus, starting with uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. And I'd like to point out, I always like to point this out, that in that game, he was playing against Leonard Nimoy as Lord Xehanort. Interesting. Yes. Star Trek versus Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts. Unfortunately, we never actually got to see that, but moving on. <laughs> what do we got in info and stuff? Uh, okay.
2: Well, first, I couldn't find a uh, INDB for
1: this, this movie. Oh, there is one. There is. It's not under... The Batman Superman movie world. It's part of the television series. You've got to go to Superman the animated series, series. season. You've got two. to go to the individual episodes season two and look at world's finest uh, part one, world's finest part two, two and world's finest part three. Mm-hmm. They have the same cast list uh-huh. except that part one also included Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that is literally the only difference i really, seen. I really saw, and then uh, and of course all the writers are different. But yeah, I'll, yeah. They, I didn't see any of the money information you usually look up okay
2: so on rotten tomatoes has a score of 80 and i i am db after going and looking for the episode instead of looking for the movie yeah it's a nine point uh a 9.0 out of 10 uh which is not surprising because this movie is good yes uh you can watch it on apple tv for 2.99 or if you're a subscriber to hbo max uh you can go look at
1: superman the eight series season, season two, two
2: episode 40
1: no nah, it's like it's like 2021 20, and 22 of season two i think okay look it's it's near the end look for the world words world's finest mm. part one part two and part yeah. three yeah hard to find followed by bizarro <laughs> all
2: right so production was obviously uh warner brothers animation far as i understand because i can't find anything in this thing
1: tms yeah tms warner brothers animation owned uh is the the producer obviously but mm. the actual animators yeah more on this in a minute was tms the same people who did loop in the third that's right TMS. give you an thing. idea it is the japanese studio Oh, uh, okay this is they they farm that's who warner brothers farmed the animation out to was tms
2: tms that's right which did most of the uh they
1: did most of dc uh, DCAU. most of the most of the dcau right
2: uh, it was distributed uh, by Warner Brothers, and I saw Warner Brothers home video when it came to B- DVD mm-hmm. and VHS, or DVD and Blu-ray, uh, which I cannot find for the life of me. More information on that in a second. Uh, release date of October 4th, 1997, and I can't find any home release information whatsoever
1: on this film.
2: I know there was DVDs. There were DVDs. And there's probably, Blu-rays. There
1: is probably Blu-rays of this. Definitely, there's the, the the complete series release of Superman, the animated series, season two, probably. Mm-hmm. Or the complete season two. And there had to have been a VHS release. Yes. But yeah, it's. That's the problem when you have one of these that the, 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 net, the people who own it, I mean, it's obviously three episodes that were put mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And the only way they've decided to ever release this thing anymore is part of that that box set yeah instead of releasing it separately is that we have a hard time finding that kind of information for it that is true so yeah that is
2: all i have for info and stuff
1: all right getting into the summary and mm. i am going to have to speedball through this so give me a get, uh, let me uh so let me get to it let, let him roll out his marbles yes Loving blood indeed mm. but the nice thing about this summary is i get to actually say the traditional phrase that should start every batman adventure it is a dark and stormy night in gotham city Harley Quinn enters into an antique shop and douses the store's owner with Joker gas. The Joker enters and steals a green dragon statue. Later, the police investigate the crime scene and wonder why Joker would only take one jade statue worth maybe $100,000, especially when rumor has it that he's been hurting for funds. Batman examines a fragment of the statue that has been left behind and takes it for further study. Back in the Batcave, he discovers that the Jade is emitting low-level radiation, meaning that it's actually kryptonite. According to Alfred, the Laughing Dragon has gained a bad reputation for being cursed since all of its owners died prematurely. Now realizing what the Joker is up to, Batman heads off to Metropolis. Out over Metropolis, terrorists seize control of Air Force One with the President of the United States on board. Lois Lane is among the press corps on board virtually guaranteeing Superman's prompt arrival. He easily defeats the terrorist and saves the passengers. When he returns to the ground, Lois tries to let him know how he- she feels, but they are interrupted when robbers attack the First National Bank and Superman must fly. Lex Luthor sourly reads about the president thanking Metropolis' favorite son and heads down to his car. However, the car speeds blindly through traffic and the driver is revealed to be not Mercy, but Harley Quinn. Joker enters the car and explains that he is broke due to Batman's success in closing down his operations in Gotham City. So he offers Luther a deal. For one billion dollars, he'll kill Superman. Luther is initially skeptical, but changes his mind when Joker shows him the kryptonite statue. He accepts the offer, Bruce Wayne is visiting Metropolis to work on a deal with Luthor. Lois is immediately taken with him, and Bruce returns her interest. Much to Clark Kent's displeasure, Lois accepts Bruce's invitation to dinner. That night, Joker sets up his base in Metropolis, gassing a local crime boss and taking his hideout and his coward thugs for his own. The boss is later found hysterical with laughter by the Metropolis police. The next day, an insect-like probe droid, the Wayne lex T-7, crawls through a canyon, even scaling walls. Bruce is pleased how well the Wayne tech and LexCorp's collaboration has worked out in developing the robots for space exploration. But Luther says the robots would be even more useful for military purposes. But Bruce, who's under, who under their agreement has sole control over the technology is useless, firmly squelches the idea. That night, Batman appears in a Metropolis nightclub, finding a runaway thug from the gang Joker recruited. While Batman is interrogating the thug, Superman arrives, saying he doesn't want Batman's brand of vigilantism in his town. To his astonishment, Batman throws him across the room with a judo move. Superman pushes him against the wall, and the thug escapes. Using his x-ray vision, Superman looks beneath the mask and sees that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Dun-dun-dun! Batman then pulls out a fragment of kryptonite and warns Superman of Joker's plan. Superman returns to his apartment. His jealousy increases when he gets a call from Lois who says she'll be taking the morning off to leave to have breakfast with Bruce. As they talk, he sees a small homing device planted on his cape. Looking out the window, he sees that Batman has followed him to Clark Kent's apartment. Dun, dun, dun! And now discovered his secret identity as well, with Superman letting out a touche and destroying the tracker. And that's the end of episode one! <laughs> beginning episode two! <laughs> Things are not going well between Batman and Superman, Lois and Bruce flirt with each other at the Daily Planet, much to Clark's chagrin. But out of her, out of her earshot, they talk about Joker's location, and Clark drops a warning about Bruce's relationship with Lois. Over dinner at a rooftop restaurant, Bruce and Lo- Bruce and Lois are getting closer. But Joker arrives and kidnaps Lois, and his thugs send Bruce falling off the roof's edge. Though he manages to save himself. Joker contacts Superman, inviting him to come alone to one of LexCorp's laboratories. In his jealousy, Superman ignores Bruce's warning to expect the unexpected from Joker. While waiting for Superman, Joker breaks the statue in half, saving one half for later just in case, and then tells Lois that she has a front row seat for the story of the century, the death of Superman. Superman arrives at the laboratory wearing his anti-kryptonite suit made out of lead. Joker appears confused when the kryptonite has no effect on him, and Superman quickly gets him to lead lead him to where Lois is. But just as Superman is about to save Lois, Joker uses his acid flower to destroy the suit. Exposed to the radiation, Superman falls, and Joker starts to electrocute him with his buzzer. Before he can kill Superman, however, Harley Quinn calls and warns, warns that Batman has arrived. Joker leaves, and as soon as Batman enters the room, the doors are sealed and Joker gas is vented in. Batman examines the room's contents barrels of hydrochloric acid, too weak to eat through the walls or door, but instead Batman uses it to dissolve the kryptonite. Recovering from its effects, Superman is just able to smash their way out of the room, taking Batman and Lois with him. They confront Joker, who distracts them with grenades made to look like marbles. The trio flees the laboratory, which is destroyed in an explosion. That morning, Lex makes a public statement that the explosion was only a minor problem, but is furious with the Joker for destroying his property. Clark, among clark among the reporters here's luther mention of his deal with joker luther confronts joker and gives him a second chance to kill superman but insists that it's his last while the two men are discussing the situation harley and mercy are doing their best to kill each other barefisted. in his apartment luther is rudely awakened by batman who has learned about his connection to joker from clark luther refuses to tell him anything but realizes that batman is a serious enough threat that he must be taken care of as well the next morning lois tells clark that she's planning a transfer to the planet's Gotham City Bureau, feeling that she and Bruce are serious enough that they're practically engaged. Joker makes his new move and fakes a distress signal from a cruise ship to lure Superman away. As soon as Superman arrives, the distress, beacons re- the distress beacon becomes real when the bomb is detonated on the hull, causing the ship to sink. Batman arrives to check out the situation and is attacked by a larger, armed version of the Wayne Lex T-7. Out at sea, Superman repairs the damage to the cruise ship and prevents it sinking. At the same time, Batman flees the Wayne Lex T-7 using a specially designed jetpack. However, the robot pursues him to the Daily Planet building, where Lois happens to be putting in a late night, with her in danger of being caught in the crossfire. Batman snatches her up, and together they try to run. The pair are cornered by the robot in the printer room. As it tries to push him into the press, his cape and cow are caught and pulled off, revealing his identity to Lois. Lois manages to distract the robot from killing Bruce long enough for Superman to arrive and destroy it. Luther is informed of the Wayne-Lex T7's failure and realizes that he'll be connected to the crime. He decides to cut his losses and orders one more meeting with Joker. Back at her apartment, Lois treats a wound on Bruce's shoulder. She is fuming because Bruce deceived her about his secret identity, and also because she honestly cares for him enough that she can't release the story of the century. Batman Unmasked. Superman arrives and asks Bruce for a partnership so they can take take in both their enemies. Batman aggrieves, and the duo leave. Meanwhile, Joker and Luther meet at the LexCorp Aeronautics Factory, where Luther informs Joker and Harley that he intends to kill them and frame them for the mayhem that's been going on. By the way, we're in episode three right now. I I missed where we made that switch. Uh, (laughs) Joker turns the tables and takes both Luther and Mercy prisoner. Since he can no longer collect his billion dollars, Joker decides on a consolation prize. Luther's gigantic and heavily armed LexWing airship having Harley paint it so that it resembles a grinning mouth. Luthor asks how much he'll pay to pay for his release, but Joker says he isn't interested in money anymore. Instead, he wants to destroy everything Luthor ever built, just as Batman destroyed everything that he built. Batman and Superman arrive, but are attacked by giant versions of the Wayne Lex T-7s before they can stop Joker from taking off. Working together, they destroy most of the robots, but they are faced with one that has Mercy strapped to its side as a shield, preventing them from hitting it. Batman manages to get the robot off the ground, and Mercy deactivates it without hurting Mercy. Mercy tells the heroes of Joker's plans while Superman realizes means destroying half of Metropolis. The group is confronted by an even larger, more advanced robot. Superman tells Batman to go after Joker while he takes care of the robot. Unfortunately for him, this one is equipped with the other half of the Laughing Dragon. Joker goes on a destructive spree over Metropolis. Batman pursues in the Batwing. Joker damages the plane with missiles and Batman is forced to eject, but manages to board the plane. While Batman deals with the wing, Superman is pummeled by the robot until it tries to smash him with a heavy door. The door, which has been lined with lead to block Superman's x-ray vision, protects him from the kryptonite and he destroys the robot in the process, shattering the last of the kryptonite to pieces. With that job done, Superman leads off to help Batman confront the Joker, leaving Harley to fly the wing, but she only succeeds in shutting shutting off its engines. Fortunately, Superman arrives just in time to steer the wing away from a collision with a building. In the fight, Joker accidentally drops his entire bag of marble grenades. As the grenades start to explode, the heroes save Luther and Harley. Joker, left behind desperately, but unsuccessfully, pulls a parachute onto him. Suddenly, the plane tilts and Joker falls on his side. Joker, seeing the grenades rolling towards him, and starts to giggle, giggle then he starts laughing, growing louder until he finally roars with maniacal, insane, violent laughter. In the explosion the wing is destroyed and it crashes in the ocean. With the troubles over, Angela Chen reports on the incident. Joker's body has not been found. Luther is under investigation but it's unlikely he will be charged with any crime. However, Bruce Wayne discovering that Luther has been developing military versions of their robots terminates his deal with LexCorp. Harley has returned to Arkham with Mercy Graves laughing at the entire ordeal. Sadly for Bruce, Lois says she adores him but can't get over his secret activities. He tells her goodbye, and he and Clark exchange a good-natured farewell before Bruce leaves for Gotham, leaving Metropolis and Lois in Superman's care once again. <sighs> that was a lot. That was a lot. Getting into the trivia, right quick, because this is not a lot of this. The title is a reference to World's Finest Comics, an anthology comic which also often featured the team of Superman and Batman after their first meeting in Superman number seventy-six. Prior to that, the comic had simply printed Batman, and Superman in separate, unrelated stories. The Joker offers Lois a scoop he calls the death of Superman. This was a major storyline. in The comics about Superman's supposed death at the hands of Doomsday, hmm. which we would later see in another Batman mm. Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Tim, da- Tim Daly narrowly beat Kevin Conroy for the role of Joe Hackett on the TV series Wings really? before Conroy was cast in Batman the Animated Series. This is the first time that Daly and Conroy have worked together since then. Huh. Joker's comments Lex, about Lex, Lex's limo having rich Corinthian leather. This is a reference to Ricardo Montalban's oh. 1975 commercial for the Chrysler Cordoba, really? which also had rich Corinthian leather. And because it aired in the evening as a special presentation this episode won a primetime Emmy Award. TMS, the movie's uh, animators, yeah, are very proud of this and display the Emmy in their lobby. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Which brings me to the end of the trivia. And I want the first like, if I may. Go for it. Before I give, though, this like, I have <laughs> to. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have. To give a disclaimer. In order for me to tell my 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 first like of this movie, I will have to compare it in contrast to another movie that featured Batman and Superman in it. That was a little more, shall we say, recent. I want to point out that since I do have friends uh who have let me well have very much let me know about all the artistic merits of said film, and because I really don't want to rain on anyone's parade who actually does like any of the uh, Zack Snyder universe of films that my opinions about that. I will be mentioning here in a minute about Batman versus Superman. Donna justice as a part of my likes for this movie are purely my own opinion and are just my own based on my own biases. And they're not in any way, shape or form meant to degrade the artistic quality of a movie that I really don't like that much. (laughs) But that all being said, this is a better Batman versus Superman movie than actually Batman versus Superman <laughs> Donna Justice, even the Ultimate Edition. And the reason I say that is A. Batman and, and Superman, while they do are at each they, they are antagonistic towards each other throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. they do work together for most of the movie. Yeah. Two. You don't just have them fighting one weirdo little Lex Luthor. You have them fighting Lex and Joker. And this isn't a Joker that makes my skin crawl. (laughs) Other problems I have with other where that Joker showed up elsewhere in the Snyderverse, but c'est la vie. (laughs) The movie is enjoyable. It is rewatchable. It actually hits like nearly the, the the two movies actually hit nearly like the same plot points except that this doesn't have wonder woman showing up it, yeah. throughout it oh, it doesn't awesome. have the connections to bring in like other characters and uh it doesn't go into doomsday mm. the comic where superman died which is fine i mean this is right. that's not what this movie was going for it right. it didn't need to go to doomsday and the other thing that this has over B- batman versus superman dawn of justice is the fact that there's a lot of continuity before this movie for both characters. So you get time to learn these characters and get to like them. So you Mm. don't get bogged down in having to introduce one of these characters, uh, and almost reintroduce the other character to try and make the character a little bit more likable. Um, and plus these are versions of these characters. I, I honestly prefer personally.
2: Gotcha.
1: um, And plus you get Mark Hamill's Joker being the actual villain of this thing. Lex is a villain here, but he's more of a trying to take advantage of the situation villain. He's not really got these super machinations going on. He's being a businessman. And it just so happens that his part of the business is building a giant robot or building these giant robots that he got Bruce Wayne to help him with. And, uh, and and using those to attack our heroes later in the film. For the most part, this is the Joker having the time of his life. Agreed. In this film, and okay, I'm just gonna say I prefer this version of Harley. I will always prefer this version of Harley to what they to the Harley Quinn that is in the new films. I'm sorry, I just prefer this one where she's a little bit of a ditzoid. Uh Not that that's a bad thing, you know what I mean, right? Um she's just more fun in this movie. Mark Joker is having lots of fun. Even Lex and mercy are having lots of fun. Not that oh, yeah. I want to get off onto that. Cause that goes into another like, but I mean, this movie is just a better bat, a better team up movie for Batman and Superman. than Batman versus Superman, Dawn of justice. I'm not trying to degrade people who like those movies, right? This is a movie going for entirely different things and has an entirely different audience. I will admit all of that. But I prefer this version. Oh, okay. Also, you don't kill Jimmy Olsen. You just leave him out of the story. I think that works better. I'm sorry. I still don't know why they killed Jimmy Olsen in the, at the beginning of Batman vs. Superman. True. But anyway. That is my first slide. <laughs> okay. This is a better movie than the the the, the more recent Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. I know that sounds like I'm throwing that other movie under the bus. And I kind of am. But this is a more fun movie. (laughs) This is a better movie, in my opinion. I gotcha. In a purely... um, Subjective uh, reason. In a purely subjective way, I think this is a better film. Okay. Granted, the other one's more artistic and is trying to do a lot more and is doing other things than this movie is going for, granted. But, hey, this is a fun movie and I enjoyed it. Okay. What is your first like? Okay,
2: so... Going into my first, like, I want to make a, uh, make a claimer because my third, like, was actually comparing these two. Be like that. <laughs>
1: You're making the same disclaimer I did? Right,
2: I was, I wasn't going to make a disclaimer. I was going to say, you know, I was basically, what I was going to try to say fell in comparison to what Drew was saying, said for his first. Which, my third, that, that the Batman Superman movie World's finest is possibly a better film than Batman be Superman: Dawn of Justice. So, with with everything that Drew had said previously, uh, I would agree with him one hundred percent. And uh, this is my third, my third like, my third like, which is getting bumped with my first. Yes, because you did such an excellent job with it that. It's like yeah, Batman v Superman has some merits as a film. It does get bogged
1: down quite a bit, and I will say I do prefer it to Man of Steel and Suicide Squad. But we don't talk about Suicide Squad,
2: okay? <laughs> um, uh, I I do enjoy some of the I enjoy, enjoy yeah I do enjoy the actors on uh Batman v Superman, um, uh, but when you're comparing um uh, DCAU uh this film be like it's just hands down better yeah it's a better film and uh i hate use to using a comparison between a live action film and an animated film
1: that's that are going for different things exactly. and now they're going uh showing the batman superman dynamic
2: yeah exactly so yeah it's just the the comparison is it's like yeah you're dealing with two different you know subject materials that are r- roughly based off the same origins but yeah i just to me i prefer um the batman superman movie um uh, i don't want to say don justice because that's the other film world's finest world's finest over donna justice so that that is my that is my third likes my well, third like now, which I now first. first now i'm first okay, okay so what is your second
1: my second like is <laughs> the villainous team up of joker harley lex and mercy oh gosh <laughs> poor mercy Mercy. joker is having the absolute time of his life in this film uh this is more campbell what do you expect the two of the two memes that i kind of mentioned in the uh uh, spoiler free section are both joker memes and it's two of my favorites he's uh mercy has been knocked out by Harley, who yep. is kidnapped, uh, Lex, <laughs> and he's driving down, and she says, "Oh, let's pull over and pick up that one." It, there, it, <laughs> that's that's a that's a hot hitchhiker over there, or whatever. <laughs> and you camera moves out, and you've got the Joker <laughs> standing there in full Joker getup. Yep. He pulls it's up three. a leg; it is sexually drawn, which means those are not spats in his shoes; those are his feet that he is just. Sitting, uh, standing in those shoes with no socks on, which is almost <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's your thing. But the last part is this is the time when Batman gets the sassiest, I think. Oh, even though we know Joker will come back, he has to, he's Joker. You don't kill the Joker, you may look like you do, but you don't kill the Joker. <laughs> but Harley and the th- th- The the Lex Wing is blowing up. And Harley, out of love for her boss, Mr. J, Mr. J says, Putin! And Batman says, I'm not kidding. Right now he probably is. I'm going You did not just say that. I mean there is sassy, and then there is there, there is kicking somebody when they're down. <laughs> Harley just got, the love of her life just got killed. And you just, and, and she says, Puddin'. And you go, he right now he probably mm. is. I'm going, that's just wrong.
2: What's <laughs> so funny? It's <laughs> funny. It's
1: hilarious. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, oh my. But, I mean, their whole, the whole relation the fact that he goes and, you know, they don't have much time. So they can't do a very big customization on the Lex Wing. So they just get what has to be somewhere around, what, 20, 30 gallons of black paint to plant, to paint these giant black stripes right. across the Lexwing in roughly an hour. <laughs> and Harley, from what we can tell, did it all by herself. Amazingly straight lines for an hour's worth of a rush job to paint stripes on a white plane. But, <laughs> so good kudos there, Harley. But uh, y- you get that whole thing. It's like, of course you did that, Joker. And of course, you have a blimp. Why do you have a blimp, Joker? Because you are Joker. But then, but the relationship between those, how Joker and lex are at each other's throats for the most part but Mm -hmm. they're still working together until you know joker finally is just too much for lex to handle and then poor mercy oh gosh Mercy gets her butt kicked by harley every fight so that the fact that harley is the one who gets thrown into arkham asylum is just the funniest thing because she's still fine yeah she's still absolutely fine at the end of this she's she's bandaged up because she's been hit so many times but <laughs> she and her boss are still got the status quo to go back to while Harley's in jail or in Arkham and the Joker is quote unquote dead you mm-hmm. can't see my quote my finger quotes but you know that means I'm being sarcastic <laughs> it's just they are all four of these characters are just a delight and a treat to watch bicker and mm-hmm. at each other and still have the time of the last plus you've got my favorite moment of jokers where he takes over a gang by coming in making a couple jokes offering them and just like bang kills them you're just like and y'all guys are now working for me and only one guy says nope and it somehow escapes mm-hmm. <laughs> and he doesn't live long after that apparently but anyway <laughs> uh yeah this is th- those are just the, the, the interaction between those characters is just spot on and it's how you have villains team up you have they have to be at each other's throats and fighting and backstabbing and betraying each other that's just how it works and yeah i i enjoyed it it was fun excellent
2: your second like my second like would actually be it's a compelling story it's a very compelling story it has like every hallmark you want in a superman film or a superman batman film Or whatever vice versa we want to play that Mm -hmm. uh the fact be like it's it's not the we're 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 going to make up this convoluted story where our characters have to meet up it's very it's very logic based it's like okay superman like batman has to go to metropolis for a real reason and the 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 flow of the story is very natural it has it's uh its rhythm is correct i mean like it's the story just beat by beat by beat and it's not trying to go over the top it's right. not an over top story it's fun very well you're you're you find yourself invested with the characters definitely if you watch um the ser- you know batman the m8 series or you're watching uh su- superman uh the of superman
1: superman the animated series
2: yeah superman the animated series
1: and by this point you're on batman the new adventures of batman and robin even though robin's not in this no he's not poor dick grayson he's probably at college this week
2: yeah oh let's not get started with that (laughs) i guess that just gets into the weeds but either way uh
1: so this he and batgirl are out on a date uh again
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: well, their last one got ruined by a certain ice man that is true <laughs> that is true
2: well, we could go into the weeds about something else that maybe bruce wayne had to do with but let's
1: not go there i don't know where batman is in this part of the in this part of the, the universe before this point i just know he's batman and he's by himself in this up in this movie until that, superman shows up because you this is really batman and superman not batman and robin and superman
2: that is true so, but like, yeah, it's got a very compelling story. It's very well done. It's very
1: well, it's a very well-paced movie. Yeah. Very well paced story. Well and I may have some issues in the few minutes, but yeah, yeah. I'll I'll the most part agree with you. Yeah. Um
2: uh, definitely towards the end it gets a little choppy. Not yeah. choppy. But overall, it's a very well paced film. And be like you're you find yourself invested with the characters. You are the 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 comedy, the, the, uh, yeah, just overall, very well, great, wonderful story, and that's what I like about it. It's just a very compelling story. So, yeah, what is your number three?
1: My third like? The relationship between Batman and Superman. Okay. Because the way they handle these characters coming together, it's like, yeah, they're, they they are professionals. They are the heroes of their own town. Mm -hmm. They have opinions about how the, how fighting crime should work. Yeah. So naturally Batman's version of vigilantism and let's face it, Superman's version of vigilantism (laughs) is very, is very different. Uh, Batman's more willing to, you know, I'm not going to say be rougher because it's Superman. He just has to barely slap them in their hurt pretty badly. But, um, you know, Batman's darker, Superman's lighter. It's how it's always been. It's a big yeah. problem with BVS as they tried to darken up Superman. They shouldn't have, but whatever. Um, it's just uh, the, their relationship, they, they're naturally at each other's throats because they have different opinions. And then you throw Lois into the mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, B- uh, Bruce sums it up very well. She likes Bruce and she likes Superman. Yeah she hates the other guy nice
2: <laughs> it's like what was like, it too bad we can't, we can't switch. switch we can't switch them up every once in a while Uh
1: it's like yeah yeah That is your problem that's what's i think that is really more of why they're angry at each other and this is because they're they both they've got a a very it's a very weak love triangle in yeah this agree world. it is but very it's just weak. enough it's like okay yeah they superman's jealous of batman batman is batman <laughs> Yeah, he's Bruce. So I mean, he's doing his thing. Uh, It's just it's just how it goes, and it's like yeah. uh, But their their relationship is spot on how they handle this. You can tell that they work well together. Mm -hmm. And what's great about this is this as we as we pointed out earlier, this is a very important time for the entire DC animated universe because this is the first time. Not just Batman and Superman team up mm-hmm. but any superheroes in the DCAU team up, yeah, there wasn't many others at this point like there were no uh, there were no others at this point. yeah, but it's at this point where you, where, it, where where it's kind of suggested that these are part of a bigger, more connected universe. Mm-hmm. This is the first time it's confirmed. yeah that these are the same universe and there there's gonna be more there might be more coming and later on we will get more with uh the justice league yeah and justice league unlimited along with other shows that are also part of the dcau like static shock batman beyond Mm -hmm. the zeta project whatever the crap that is (laughs) um the the fact that there is a bigger universe we're going to get to a point where it's like the entire dc universe is in two television shows we'll show up at least once true and I'll be honest, it's the DC animated universe that introduced me to the uh DC universe beyond Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman, although I didn't know much about Wonder Woman other than she existed at the time. This Wonder Woman to me at the time was, "Oh yeah, she's that other animated girl that showed up was on the Super Friends." <laughs> Next to Aquaman talking to uh fishes. True. Talking to the fishes, I should say. The fishes. Namor's better. Anyway. Mm. (laughs) And Namor was first. Uh, But um, yeah, this is, I I like that this is an important moment in the entire DCAU and I'm sorry, this is just my opinion. You can't beat Kevin Conroy as Batman. No. You can't beat Tim Daly as Superman. Yeah. And when you get right down to it, the DCAU is the gold standard By which, in my opinion, a DC universe should be based on. Agreed. It's what I want. Not thing other universes, DC universes are bad. Right. They have their points. But at the end of the day, this is mine. This is the one I want. And I don't really want the other ones. Understood then that's my third like with a little bit of a rambling rant in there to go along with it. So Okay. Your third and final like?
2: My third final like actually goes to one scene. I think it just it the club scene. The club scene where Batman goes to interrogate the uh the uh one of the Joker's former henchmen.
1: Oh, yeah, the one that uh, escaped because he didn't want yeah, to, he, he, didn't, he he didn't mind working for the for for Corleone, yeah, but Joker's just insane.
2: Just insane. But this is, I mean, like the the way they betray Batman, like yeah, Batman is a very brutal, very like very brutal hero. He's yeah. a very he's 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 the. Um, let me get my words right be like in this scene be like i'm watching it for the first time in years Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh the kinetic energy they put into batman as a character be like everything it is violent it is vicious it is to anybody who comes in contact with this character you're freaking terrified yeah that'd be like it's it, it puts that more perspective of how be like batman was be like he is the knight be like yes. he is batman and that really brings home in that scene where he is literally thrashing everybody mm-hmm. left and right and center and it's just like he is threatening this man be like puts it in the ground and be like okay where's the joker tell me where's the joker yes and the guy can't tell him but he's gonna beat him at him if he tries What's... and then superman shows up and here's the kicker that i was uh, through that blew my mind mm-hmm. the first time i watched it or this time watching it was be like Superman puts the hand a hand on Batman? It's like okay, that's enough. Yeah, and literally Batman throws
1: Superman. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what in the world? Yeah, I, I watched didn't... that too. I was like, now wait a minute. How <laughs> can oh yeah, he's got that kryptonite in his pocket, and plus it's he... probably just enough and just shield enough that Superman can't feel it, but it is affecting him or also be like he th- he threw
2: Superman off guard and threw him with a judo throw yeah. and causing him to be thrown into a table. That's why you have this utter shock on Superman's face. It's like, "Oh
1: my gosh, someone actually threw me." Yeah, because the thing and about this
2: ju- mortal just threw me.
1: Because the thing about judo is it's not about being stronger than your enemy, it's yeah. about using your en- your enemy's strength against them. Yeah. And you've got Batman using Superman's strength against <laughs> Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. No wonder he got thrown. Yeah. And that next thing where it's where But at the same time, I yeah. think he was slightly weakened by the Kryptonite. That's
2: possible. That is possible. And the fact that like, Superman just comes back and just pegs him into the wall is just like, okay, they they you do find that like kind of equally matched. Not Superman could easily crush Super Batman. Oh yeah. But due to the Kryptonite, we like Superman just kind of realizes, oh crap, this guy really has me over the ropes mm-hmm. <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> and that shows how like a balance these characters are is like you have superman who's the the uh i don't want to say the good old boy but he's the he's the uh i've heard
1: him referred to as the boy scout
2: he's the boy scout he's the boy scout he does everything right batman bends the rules be like i'm gonna get to the truth as fast and hard as i can because i don't care what breaks
1: i gotta break (laughs) be like i'm gonna get there i will say that why people people call superman the boy Scout. It's Batman who follows the rule of be prepared. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about that because it's not Superman. Superman gets confused, gets gets thrown off his game too many times. That is so true. Because that's the only way they can balance him against
2: anyone else. That is true because he is like this ultimate, he's an OP he's, character. He's yeah, he's as strong as the plot needs him to be. Yeah. Like even in this film you you have the The fact that like Batman's be like you be like expect the unexpected with the Joker. Yeah. And Superman doesn't think that. No. And that's what gets him in trouble Exactly. where Batman is always prepared. He always has some kind of ABC through Z plan for it. Yes. And I just find that so incredibly fascinating with how they do Superman. Superman just goes in there like, yeah, he's prepared with the suit, but he didn't expect to get splashed with acid.
1: Yeah and then get taken down by it which yeah the minute like okay he's got kryptonite okay so superman's obviously gonna go get his lead suit which makes sense we'd it had been introduced before this episode mm-hmm. so it's not like it came out of nowhere, nowhere but it's like okay yeah he's in the suit well this is gonna be open and shut isn't it it's like oh wait this is joker yeah he's got acid in that flower yep poor superman yeah it's just a matter of time before crap's gonna hit the van. Oh yeah. And because s- Superman is used to brute forcing his way through most of these Exactly. Fights. And with the Joker, you can't brute force it. No. You gotta think through it. But anyway. Yeah, it's I find the dynamics of these two
2: characters very well done. And in this movie, they show it very well and mm-hmm. they it's demonstrated very well and demonstrated to like you said before. Um Superman is used to going into a situation where they can't stop him, and this situation he can't. He yes. has to have help
1: by none other than Batman, the the a, guy who has no powers, no powers. He just he's just a very good karate champ in dresses like a bat and has a gravelly voice. That's so except gravelly. not Kevin Conroy as much. Yeah. He's not Christian Bale, no. But anyway, <laughs> nor has he been athletic. <laughs> he's not even Adam West. <laughs> oh, or that sparkly dude. He's closer to Adam West. <laughs> yeah, he he's not uh, Sparkle. Sparkle Bat. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Twilight Sparkle Bat. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman of friendship. Moving on! <laughs> Dislikes. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, so this comes at a point in time in the overall DCAU, where Batman the Animated Series had finished, mm-hmm. and they had started the new adventures of Batman and Robin, and part of that was probably because of Superman the Animated Series being in development, I assume, is they changed the animation styles and redrew many of the characters yeah. for Batman for uh, Batman and Robin. Well, I except- disagree, and, and mostly it's in the villains that you see a lot of the big redesigns. Right. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say
2: it wasn't for Batman and Robin because Batman and Robin was the I believe it was like the second like the second season, second or third season, but uh, when they changed over, is the New Adventures of Batman when well, they changed yeah, everything but over.
1: It's it's the new. Ad- I I think of it all as one show. Okay. It's, yeah, it's different from Batman the animated series, yes. but it's it was all redesigned following the end of Batman the animated series, and when they made the New Adventures, mm-hmm. which, like I said, I suspect they changed it a to make it cheaper. And B, so it could fit in with what they were planning for Superman, the animated series. Exactly. But part of what they did to make that happen was they decided to redesign like 90% of all the villains. Yeah. For what I will say is absolutely no good reason. Okay. And one of the ones they redesigned, and I don't like the redesign, is Joker. Hmm. Now, on one hand, it's a bad redesign because it looks, it's... For one thing, I don't like the black cornea with the white pupil. Mm. I don't like that. That makes him look more demonic than I think he's even ever intended to be. Right. Because, I mean, you do have that one shot while he's flying the Lex swing where it's spot on and he's just like laughing hysterically, but he's facing you. And it's like, that's creepy enough as it is. It's wonderfully creepy. Don't get me wrong. And that's one of the few times this redesign works. But for the most part, you have this very almost Looney Tunes-esque version of the Joker in terms of character design, standing right next to Lex Luthor, yeah. who is a realistically drawn human. Yeah. They don't look like they're from the same cartoon. Yeah, they contrast. They, very, they contrast too much, yeah. in my opinion. It may work, and that's the biggest problem I have with most of the Batman villains they redesigned at this time was they made them more cartoony instead of keeping them in their more more art deco designs. And and that's especially what I remembered from seeing uh uh but Mr. Freeze there on when we finished uh when I tried to watch that next episode after Sub Zero. Yeah. Uh he has a much more uh cartoony kind of design. Yeah, because
2: this is when he switched over to Yeah the new adventures Batman.
1: Yeah. It's it doesn't work, I think, as well. And here with and, and it would be fine if these if it was in its own thing and I could maybe yeah. live with I could section it off. But you got it here with Superman, and you've got him and Lex having sharing many scenes together. Mm-hmm. And really, the only times his character really looks and works, I think, is when he finally takes off that stupid hat and you see the green hair at that point, it works better. Okay. But for the most part, he wears the hat the whole time and it's very he's a very flat looking character relative to everyone else in the scene, Harley included. Even though she's from the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't really like that redesign of Joker. It just does not it does not work as well. Thankfully they fixed this later on. (laughs) With uh, the Bat with uh, Bat- the Batman Beyond movie. Yes, I agree. They fixed it there, thankfully, when mm-hmm. they brought him back. But yeah. At this point it's like yeah, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so yeah, that's my first dislike. Okay. So
2: my first dislike well, this is more just more like the guy who does, you know, inform like inform this is like, my my first dislike of this film uh doesn't really have to do with the film at all be like mm-hmm. it happens to do with more trying to find information on this film and there's hardly
1: anything on it so you're saying your dislike of this film is the fact that it was uh the only way they're keeping up with it is it's three episodes of a tv series
2: yeah pretty much i understand that believe yeah, it or not because just, research on this film was
1: hard it was hard i'm, I, I'm I, literally scrolling through I google it, can't find anything i'll put it this way Digimon the movie is the one I would have said prior to this one was the hardest movie. That was simple in comparison. Yeah, you're you're not having to go by like go through you know back backdoor checks to do anything on this film. Be yeah, like, good uh, lord, the, the Kingdom Hearts connections yeah. were, impo- were were or very hard because normally I can just use the collaboration search feature on IMDb yeah. to check the movie versus the king uh, the Kingdom Hearts stuff. I couldn't do that here. I had to literally go to, like, every Kingdom Hearts game and type in the cast list in the search bar to see if their name showed up. Really? And all I got was the one I knew beforehand. It was Mark Hamill. It was Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I take it back. Corey Burton was additional voices. I didn't mention him, and I didn't bring him up here. But that's because he voices, like, 12 people in Kingdom Hearts, and I didn't want to rewrite that down. Right. So, it's, again, yeah, be like...
2: Warner Brothers has released this as a film. It has released it on DVD and on Blu-ray,
1: but they don't really keep it up that way. No, they don't be and like everyone buy... and nobody sorts it that way. No. So yeah, that's my first
2: is like, it's just All right. Try, trying to find information on in this film was extremely hard. Right. Right. Yeah. So what is your first is like,
1: because it was made as three, as, as three episodes. Mm-hmm. Because it was designed to be cut up into three episodes for syndication. Right. Because of that, you have very hard ends to Act 1 and Act 2. Yeah, agreed. And in many ways, I, while I'm calling Episode 1 Act 1 and Episode 2 Act 2, and for that matter, Episode 3 Act 3, in reality, each one of those episodes is kind of split up into two smaller acts. So you've got essentially a six-act movie being shoved into an hour and a half and even I know to some degree because of the way I had I watched it by watching the episode separately, I had a hard cut point in my mind. I have a hard cut point. Mm-hmm. Cut point in my mind. I'm I don't know if on the version you watched if it's oh, that yeah. obvious. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, but because of because I figured it is it had to be that obvious the way they made it. It's just it feels like if it, it feels like three episodes of a TV series mm-hmm. in movie format. Yeah. Plus from what you told me earlier, you don't get the awesome Epic Superman. No, the animated series opening theme, which is a shame. Yeah. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. It's just the fact that it's, you've got three act structure that feels like it's just baked in and you can't get away from it. And you can just tell it's three episodes mm-hmm. and they didn't do a good job of editing the episodes to make it feel like one movie, even in the version you watched, mm-hmm. uh, that's a detraction for me and the fact that I had to watch it as episodes. I, in order to watch the movie complete, I would have had to have paid the two ninety nine. Why is this version not in HBO max? Yeah. Agreed. Disney plus ha- does the same thing with some of their shows where uh-huh. they will have, um, like For instance, most of the ones we've done with Tangled, the series that are two-parters, mm-hmm. were not aired as two-parters when they were first aired. Yeah, they they were, were aired as one-episode one episode specials. They don't list those separately, but they list Before Ever After separately, even though in syndication, it was split into episodes. But yeah. it was not split as weirdly as this is. Yeah. But at the same time, you go over to Phineas and Ferb, and they cut out, they have both Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Across the Second Dimension, as a separate film, or you can go into the episodes and find out where they are where, where they were cut into syndication. Really. They have both. Now they don't do that with Mar- the, the the Mission Marvel episode or the Star Wars episode, which mm. is a shame. Mm. Those will be on the list eventually. At least one of those will be. Okay. But um even though you won't know what's going on. But anyway, <laughs> You won't get half the jokes, I'll say. But um, if if they can do that, they should be able to do that over here. And I don't understand not keeping it separate. Okay. I I understand both. I understand why you keep it as part of the show, because that makes sense. It was an actual episode. And if you went from episode 20 to 24 and didn't have a way to explain why it it jumped like that, yeah, I understand the issue, but... There are going to be points in times where not just us, yeah. but somebody out there may want to go, hey, I remember as a kid, I watched a Batman Superman movie called World's Finest. I have HBO Max. It should be there. I can go look for it. And you can't just type in Batman Superman and get this movie. Yeah. You have to do research, figure out that it's actually part of Superman, the animated mm-hmm. series. And then... Go find figure out it's season two, mm-hmm. it's episode whatever the numbers are, right? And then search through here for Superman the animated series. Go to super, go to season two, and scroll all the way down there the bottom of the list to find world's finest at part one, part two, part three. Yeah, that's annoying, and it shouldn't be that way. Agreed, even if you don't want to keep them separate, you should be able to type in a there should be a special like playlists or something that can be yeah. searched for. That's like these three episodes as, you know, played one right after each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Should not have to go to an outside source to figure, sort to find it.
2: Yeah. That's Agreed.
1: part of my other dislike, but it's because of this whole forced three episode structure that they had to put it in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you have a sec, what's your second dislike? My second dislike is like watching the film and
2: granted, this was made in 1997. So, like this was this was shot and developed on film yes okay so so watching like going through my viewing of batman the m8 series of all four seasons Mm -hmm. um you have like little bits and pieces where there are little there's there's uh there's grain fuzz every once in a while
1: yeah it's a much darker show so there's gonna be be more grain there's there's more compression
2: artifacts yeah compression so i'm watching this film great it's digital it's a digital version of this film yeah and my thought would be it's like okay they've cleaned it up they've done something to it no like literally like through the third act the third episode there's a line literally where there's a scratch in the film and there, there's debris all over it now great it's minor but it's there it's literally in a white background, and it's literally this little sliver that's just
1: this the okay. entire, it drove me there there nuts. is there that is one advantage that the Superman animated series and HBO Max has is I think they went through and did a full digital remaster of the yeah. entire series, and that doesn't happen, yeah, so the, that's, I would have caught that if, if it's as bad as you're saying it is, I would have yeah. been like, oh my, <laughs> that's
2: yeah. bad. yeah, it was bad. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So I'm I'm presuming ever since they've they've gone back and remastered Batman the Animated Series, they remastered Batman Beyond
1: and Superman the Animated and Superman Series. Superman
2: Animated Series. This it, was before they did the remaster. Yeah. So
1: well, and that prob- makes sense. And probably, and I can see that from a money making point of view and a, how you spend money for these remasters. Mm-hmm. I almost guarantee you that they decided that since they had already remastered these episodes as part of Superman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. And people can just go watch it there. There's no point in remastering the the separate version where it's all edited together. Yeah. So what you're watching is a old uh, tape master from when it was sent to uh, broadcast out to uh, the, all the WB stations back in the day. Yeah. And it's just, you're probably still looking at 480i.
2: Yeah. Probably. Image
1: the entire time too. Yeah. Whereas I watched it, and I assume 1080p. Yeah. But anyway
2: yeah so that was just more of a it was more of an annoyance yeah i get that knowing there's remasters of this entire maybe thing not,
1: maybe not 1080p but at no. least a digital cleanup yeah it was a digital cleanup at
2: least but it was just i found that a little annoying that was about it understandable yeah uh,
1: i don't have a third dislike okay
2: do you Who have a lie? third dislike Who okay then lie?
1: we'll just continue on from here i'm giving this movie an eight okay uh it is a very fun movie. I'm the main reason I am docking at any points for the most part mm-hmm. outside of the Joker redesign, which is just a fact of life that I ha- I would have to get over either way. Right. It's that three action. It's, it's the fact that it is three episodes mm-hmm. and it tr- ended together into one film. And it's like, uh, it's not longer a film <laughs> at that point. If you have to watch it separately, it's not a film. And, you can and from what you told me, you can tell where the where the episode separations are yeah. in the film. So it's like eh. That's disappointing. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, I'm giving it an A because while it is a good film, it's not actually a film. It's three episodes of a TV show. I agree. So that's the biggest issue. That's why it's an A. It's as as a story, it's a great story. It's a great version of these two characters coming together. Unfortunately, now it's not technically a movie. Yeah it's three episodes
2: <laughs> for a three um, episode
1: arc it's great it's a eight <laughs>
2: yeah so mine i go up a little further mine's an 8.5 uh there again it's a great story great you know team up of you know the, yeah. the world's finest finest of batman and superman uh that's a better story than batman v superman let's say that in a lot of ways
1: which is odd because not to get too much onto it they're ba- at least they're based on the same story. They are.
2: They're based on the same. Story. The
1: only difference is that Batman versus Superman throws in the storylines of injustice to some degree and doomsday. Yeah. Which is leading into the death of Superman because yeah. they wanted to end on the death of Superman. Right. Spoilers for a movie. We're never going to review outside of what you heard today. Right. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. So
2: it's be like, I just, I love the story for itself the the plot lines how it flows minus you have the you the the telltale signs i'll be like this is originally designed as three episodes they just splice together
1: right and it's it's
2: very 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 there's no be like oh they added they threw in a little money to make this more look like a film but overall
1: i really enjoy this so it's an 8.5 okay that brings us to the end of this episode, which means we need to announce what our next movie is. Yes, a movie that you don't like, <laughs> or you have told me in the past that you do not like. Uh, I'm,
2: yeah, I'm gonna definitely go back and rewatch this to, like, maybe change my opinion or keep the same opinion I had before. That will be interesting. Yes, I think we
1: may have found the movie that I like that he hated. Mm, maybe we'll see. We'll see. But that movie is cloudy with a chance of meatballs. meatballs. To which I uh, the trivia question for this week is according to the opening credits who made this film oh I don't know I was go back I'm, I'm not watching. talking about the director I ain't talking about the writers or the animation studio I am talking about in the opening credits it says a film by. What is the next line? I'll figure out whenever we watch it. Exactly. So join us then. In the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame.
0: You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron. And his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page, Drew's Photo Bin to see his photography. His Letterbox page at G, George 759 His Twitter at GGeorge759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast. On Twitter at Cast underscore Cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts google play podcasts stitcher spotify or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from please rate and review us where you found us and also on Podchaser. email us at the cellcast podcast at gmail.com the cell is a proud member of both the pop americana and culture box media networks for more information please see the link in the description our theme song is drop and roll by silent partner and remember that cell with a single l
2: To go out, go out with
0: a smile. <laughs> Puddin